and this is going to be very controversial. Listen to me carefully. You never negotiate till they've picked you. I'll say that again because for many of you, it's going to be confusing. Your brain can't process how fast those words came out of my mouth and you're thinking, but how's that possible when they need the fee to pick you? Listen to me carefully. First, what you do is you make sure that you are the agent of choice in their eyes. Then you negotiate the fee. Because if you negotiate the fee before then, think about it. Your fee is not a negotiation. Your fee is your sales presentation. Because what you're saying is, I don't have that much more to actually offer. That fee is my competitive advantage. So the truth is that fee only comes in in a negotiation, and a negotiation happens after the sales process. After they've turned around and they said, shit, he's got a great strategy. He understands us. We like him. He's going to solve our problem. I've got proof and evidence in that. He showed me there's a plan here that I know what I'm going to get, and I like and I trust this person. Then the fee comes into the equation. Does that make sense? I hope you get that. Because if you can get that, you'll begin to realize that one of the key things that a great salesperson does is they hold the power and the leverage. And how do you hold the power and the leverage? Hold the power and the leverage by not giving away your power. And what's giving away your power? Early on saying, this is what I charge. Think about it. It's only going to go down from there if they're going to use you anyway. Guys and girls, a couple of other things I want you to understand. Negotiation, it's a complex thing because there are two things going on. One of those, by the way, if you're enjoying this rant, it would mean the world to me if you shared this. To share it, There's a button below, you just press share and you can share it to your friends. Guys and girls, I want to share with you another very important concept and that is that you've got to understand that negotiation has got two things. It's this like this a dual process. On the one hand, you've got empathy, right? You've got empathy. You've got to be soft. But on the other hand, you need an outcome. You've got to be hard. So it's these two processes that are going on. It's this dual process of empathy. Because one thing you've got to understand is that every client in real estate and in most industries, apart from like buying a watch in Bali, right? It's a one-off transaction. You'll probably never see that vendor again. And what happens is that's it. There is no lifetime value of a customer. Listen to those words, lifetime value. You see, in the business that we operate in, real estate, mortgage broking, or most sales professions that have a, you know, a cycle, a sales cycle, it's not just straight off transactional one-off. 
you have a lifetime value in a relationship. So you've got to have this ability where you are managing resentment from people that they're paying more, right? So it's this balance. And all I'm going to say to you guys and girls is that for me, rule one is you ensure, you ensure that they pick you first before you negotiate. The next thing is this. One of the favorite things in my life is when people say, Tom, we really want to do work with you, but your fee. I love that because that basically says to me, I've got the business, right? Those are beautiful words. Don't freak out when you hear them. You know, we like what you've said, but your fee, right? Don't freak out. That's positive. They're coming to you. They want you. They wouldn't be saying that to you if they didn't want you. So don't lose your emotion temperaments, right? Guys and girls, a couple of other things I want to share with you that I think is super critical, and that is, listen to this story. Many years ago, maybe 25 years ago, I'm selling a house. It's the day before a long weekend, and me and my wife are heading off to go to Byron Bay. As you can see, I've had a love affair with Byron Bay that goes back, you know, 30 years We're about to go. It's a long weekend in Sydney, and we were going to drive to Byron Bay. And my wife was at home getting everything packed ready. We were going to do the half trip that night and then the half the next day. And I was having a second inspection on a property with some buyers. And on this occasion, all I wanted to do was to get home, pack and get driving because I was already running late. Subsequently, what happened is these buyers who'd come back for a second inspection were spending like, they were there for half an hour and I just wanted to leave. And I'm sitting there, guys, guys, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. And I was just getting the, you know, I mean, this was, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love making sales, but on this occasion, I was running late. And I really wanted to get home so we could start the drive to Byron Bay. And then when we walked outside, I said, guys, I'll just leave it with you. You got the long weekend. Have a think about it. Talk to you on Tuesday. They said, but what if it's sold? I said, oh, look, you know, highly unlikely. I'm not going to be around, but, you know, um, yeah, but, yeah, look, should be good. Um, Talk to you on Tuesday. No, but how do we actually secure it now? And in that instant, I realised the law of need. The person who needs it most has emotions that drive their behaviour. And I want you to understand that for me was a big learning. Like if I'd walked out there, guys, what do you think? Like, come on, it's a great house. Do you want to buy it? But what it was, was the fact that I was detached and detachment is a key thing. If you're too attached to something, people can tell that you'll do anything to get a deal and they get turned off commission breath. 
right? Attachment on the surface sounds like, oh, if you want it badly, you'll win in negotiation. It's a paradox because what actually happens is the emotional contagion. Emotional contagion is this energy that is can't be seen, but it's like wind. It goes from one person to another person. What actually happens, as Amit says, is that walking away from a negotiation makes the person want it even more. The law of need. Don't forget it. May I give you a word of advice? Worry about your pipeline. Your pipe is your life because your pipeline allows you to not be um, needy and desperate and being not needy and not desperate means that you've got confidence and you're assertive and that's what people want from you. And I've got to tell you guys and girls, life flows a lot better when you're like that.